0: Taking your emails and taking your calls,
1: ignorant and uninformed.
0: According to the cloud. So even if my mind sheds out, it's still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is good. I was just, all I was going to say was that uh, it is harder for Jeff to get over here because he lives the furthest away. And secondly,
1: I would argue, okay, that's up for debate, but go on. I live further. Is the other option no, 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 That's hardest for Jeff, well, you have to host us well, I feel like one can make the argument that your schedule is far more um cluttered than Jeff's. I'm only part time employed now man
0: i got I got <laughs> nothing but time well, yeah, is that I how just, you're, I got so a full time job as a dad
1: and that's <laughs> there that's, you go. that's
0: really eating into my social schedule that's uh, really yeah, I does. was
1: texting with John about that very thing uh oh, for sure ago
0: crazy it's an adjustment period man i remember how old is his kid it's got
1: to be not a year yet right no nah, but he was even talking about how she is like more a toddler than an infant at this point uh, so I, I assume that means she's just mobile
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. interesting but man th- those that first year is just killer it's hard mm. and your brain sort of blocks it all out so it's weird but hey, everybody, welcome back to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast, coming to you live from beautiful Keystone Cup. Co- we'll continue this conversation, but I should—I feel like I should do the intro. Uh, we are your hosts here at Ignorant Uninformed. I'm joined by my Patagonia friend, Mr. Space Jesus himself, Jeff Watson. What's oh, happening? Because all I see is his hat with the mm-hmm. Patagonia logo on it. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, my best good buddy in, in behind a, a wall of post-it notes, Mr.
1: Max Seracistan Serac. I'm in front of the wall.
0: The wall behind him uh, is what I meant. And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore Hollywood. Uh, And uh, because that's the closest I'll ever be to fame. And this is your podcast where we talk about whatever we want to for 30 minutes of uninterrupted podcasting gold. That's the guarantee. Well, sort of uninterrupted, depending on the Internet cooperativeness. Uh, But we'll see. Sometimes we drop off. Sometimes we pop back in. But as long as one of us is still here, there will be talking. Uh, so let's continue talking. Welcome to Ignorant Uninformed. Informed. Nice. Twank oh. us on the twigger, Twitter. Twank us.
2: Huh? I assume it's him. has Twitter imploded. <laughs> yeah, are we on Threads? Is Twitter still there?
0: Yeah. Do we need Threads yet? Or no. Apparently, there's another one that's like TikTok, but I forget what it's called. Sweet. And that's another old... thing I can ignore. Yes, like... yes. There was, remember, there was like Mammoth for a hot second that was supposed to compete with Twitter. And then now Elon is like limiting the number of tweets you can have or something unless you're verified. I don't know.
2: Unless you pay. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. like, what? I-, I deleted Twitter the day that happened. <laughs>
0: I haven't gone on Twitter in quite some time.
1: No, neither have I.
0: Yeah. Uh, what are we saying? Good news. A little bit of an. Uh, so, uh, our the we've been working with a speech therapist with for Ryan, uh, my kid, and he is uh, now graduated from speech therapy. He doesn't. He doesn't really need it. He hasn't needed it for like six months, but. It was six months ago that we were sort of like, I don't know if this kid's ever going to talk. He should probably say a word or something. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah. I think it was also like a delayed development because of his eyes. He had crossed eyes and he had surgery early on. So, I think that was just sort of the the learning curve, the catch-up at the end. We were just talking about it. He just left.
1: So, we were talking about all that stuff. Like... Okay. Yeah. I don't really know how brains work, but like, was it one of those things that like once the stopper came out, like the flow of the words just,
0: just began. And, and part of it's because of visual processing too. You know, I think like he, he was having trouble focusing on objects. So therefore couldn't really understand the name of said objects. And then like, you know, books were probably hard for him to read, to look at, you know, to really comprehend. And sure. You know, when your eyes don't work in tandem that can sort of cause some delays. And I think that's what we were seeing. And then we got the corrective surgery in August of last year, almost a year ago. Wow. And then, uh, yeah. So I think that was kind of a big deal. And then I think there was just maybe a, you know, sort of a learning curve of, of that period from like August to about December is right around the holidays. He started really opening up and talking and just being like, now he says all these words. He has the best phrases. He's like inventing uh, mm-hmm. words and stringing together sentences, not just parroting. You know, he's like connecting concepts and words. It's really cool. Nice, sweet man. What do you? Guy. What does
1: one do for speech therapy graduation?
0: Uh, he got a whole bag of cereal, <laughs> <laughs> honey nut checks. Is like he. So he. That's the little rewards that this guy gives. Uh, you know, when he when he does something, completes a puzzle, says a number or whatever. Okay. You know, does a task, he gets a little piece of check. So he got a whole like plastic baggie of honey nut checks. Yeah. So he, and he the little kid was he lost his damn mind. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> My he God. was like so much cereal. I have a lot. <laughs> like it was very funny.
1: Uh yeah, man. I believe it. I marvel at I mean, Man, we think we're so sophisticated because we got this internet and blah, blah, blah. And we put on clothes and blah, blah, blah. At the, the end man, of the day, things. if you want to train us, give us a treat when we do shit good.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're simple. Get them endorphins, baby. Get that serotonin.
1: Dopamine. Serotonin? More. Dopamine. Dopamine, more. yeah. The other one. Serotonin, too. I mean, that feels good as well. But yeah, no, dopamine's the one that's just like, oh, more. I got to do it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Say, yeah, chase
1: the mm-hmm. dopamine, baby. So, what
0: else is going on other than my internet being crappy?
1: Yeah, no. I mean, he he'll get to learn to chase the dopamine for a good long while. So mm-hmm. we're doing the good Lord willing mm. Give him that iPad. <laughs> yes, notifications. Notifications uh yeah man i've been uh what is going on lots of things uh birthday on the weekend that that's, that's correct well, uh, what are you uh, doing <laughs> what am i doing i am if it all goes well i'm gonna talk to my folks i'm gonna run errands to uh get some free weed and pick up a nick and willie's pizza Mm. And then I think I'm going to eat a decent amount of mushrooms and uh, walk around outside and shit.
2: Yeah, that sounds like a solid plan.
1: I think so. Nice. Well, that's way better than what I was going to offer. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't,
1: I don't necessarily know about that, but that's what's going to happen this year.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to see if you wanted to come over and do dinner in Gloomhavening this oh. weekend. Uh, but, uh maybe not on your birthday then if it sounds like you have maybe the day after maybe sunday or something
1: Well, sunday is my birthday so then would be into monday um oh wait sa- i thought it was saturday uh, nope that's cool what is today? <laughs> it's not but the you 13th? can thursday's yeah.
0: the 13th no you're right yeah sorry i i
1: am you know when your birth how dare you
0: know when your birthday is sir uh
1: yeah but more important so like i'm super stoked for that um and i've got like a good idea uh, I caught up with, uh, an old friend for a while and it was great. Like a big theme of this that I've been, I texted you this, like the whole idea of like, just putting balls down and stopping juggling so many damn things. Mm. And so I've been good about that. And so, you know, one of those was, had to do with some cleaning. And so I had, uh, I caught up with an old friend and did some cleaning this week, which is great. Cause that sort of like inspired, uh, ideas for, for the birthday in some ways. So, uh, so that's nice. And then also the idea of just having like, put some things down and making some steps uh, feels good. I feel much, much more at peace about that, uh, like heading into the the birthday than I would if there was like so much other shit uh, that I'm juggling. So pleased with myself for doing that. Good for you. Thanks, that's, man. That's great.
0: Thanks. Good on you.
1: Because you mentioned yeah. that the other day.
0: God, I yeah. can't, where has july already gone it's we're mid july already
1: yeah man it's crazy i mean i feel that way about most months typically but yeah and uh, it just gets just more and more the the
0: older we get just, that's, what did this month go? that's what they say that's what they say speaking of july and one of the busiest months in the world up here jeff how's how's breckenridge it's busy is it crazy pants It's very busy. You know what? I really like the fact that you tend—I don't know—maybe you don't, but from what you've told me, like you just sort of walk everywhere because it's easier than like trying to find parking in that crazy little mountain town, like with hundreds and thousands of hundreds of thousands of tourists uh, vacationing. And obviously, it's the lifeblood up here, right? It's it's what keeps a lot of the industry going, but it's also like really annoying you know what i mean yeah it's it's a double-edged sword
2: some days you're like yay i'm thankful for the job i have yeah. and the other side is i fucking hate people yeah. so
0: <laughs> but i mean you, like your spot is pretty centrally located like you can walk to main street or you can oh, walk yeah. to it's a job walk to work yeah that's awesome yeah
2: took a and nice, probably uh, hike with the dog today which yeah. i can just leave from my house so
0: that's nice and Unless it's, you know, just like the worst of weather, I imagine you could go most days. Oh, yeah.
2: No, I laughed today when I was walking up a trail up the resort. Clearly marked no bikes. And this group of people trying to take e-bikes up it. And I'm just like, dude, get fucked. I hope a moose fucking plows your ass. Get wrecked. Dude, I just hate how people come here and just no respect. Just do whatever they want.
0: Vacation brain, man. Shopping cart syndrome. We've talked about this many a time.
2: Yeah, on the sure. Podcast. Sure. It made but a lasting a impression on me. That says, "Don't do this," and you just ignore it.
0: Fuck you. I yeah, not. You. My, it's not my cart. You know, I don't have to put it back. I don't yeah. live here. These rules don't apply to me. Yeah,
2: I paid for this e-bike that I just ride uphill without effort.
0: I paid good money to rent this bike for two days. Yeah. Which is crazy.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. Funny. I, I despise e-bikes, but
0: that's just. I me. don't really get. I don't get it. Like, is it just? Is it a? I've a ridden one, so I don't know. Is it just like a powered assist? Like, so you don't have to shift gears; you just sort of pedal the same all the time. Well, I mean, the new ones now—you
2: could just hold the fucking throttle. You don't have to pedal. Those things will do like 30 miles an hour, and it looks oh. like just a regular towny bike. Wild. Yeah. yeah. And that's all people rent now. I mean, people uh, don't rent normal bikes. You just rent fucking e-bikes because you're a lazy piece of shit.
0: <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then do, do the, Then you just tool around town on your e-bike? So you leave your car in the garage or whatever, your resort? Yeah. Or on your vacation property and you just, like, I bike assume. around?
2: I, I don't know. I mean, there's obviously big bike trails, but...
0: I remember that being a thing where you could, like, rent a bicycle in a major city. Like, it started, you know when I was mm-hmm. living in New York, I started seeing them and now you see them all the time. They're like these little e-bike but there's like, you can drop them off and stuff and they like get scanned in. So they're just like for public transportation. Oh, and I'm gone. I like the anymore.
1: fucking, I can still see you, but Jeff's frozen oh, in a Jeff's face. Yeah. Uh, that was a great face. Uh, yeah. Like the scooters that are everywhere. There was like good South parks about those too, about like, yeah, just He's the back. random scooters left on the streets of cities. Yeah. Um,
0: I don't well,
1: remember, it, like. I was just gonna say, when I was in college,
0: everyone had Vespas, like little scooters, like yeah. motor motor scooters. Ciao. <laughs> I was thinking, You don't see Eddie those thing. around.
2: Not for rentals, but do people, people ride still... those
0: around up here? I can't oh, yeah. imagine. Oh
2: yeah, really? you see a lot of mopeds and Vespas. Well. That's the other word.
1: Again, like you know, I mean, I don't think I, I don't see like I can't ever recall seeing one on Swan or someone like going around the lake. No, 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 but, no. But, like, getting in I a... I
2: wreck is much more friendly for that kind of transportation. Well, right? yeah, if you're just, like, getting around town. Yeah. No, you're not riding that shit to Frisco.
0: <laughs> Your resorts have, like, the Vespas, like, available? Or do they, are, is there, like, a, a thriving rental business for scooters? Someone
2: tra- yeah, a long time ago, someone tried to rent Vespas, and people kept wrecking them and not paying for them. So it's like, uh, it's not a viable business
0: but those are high rosie and that but there's like people that just own them that have them oh, around yeah. no, it's all, it's that's locals. so crazy yeah it's locals i remember that being very popular in like on campus there would be people who well, would ride ride I mean, those around brack is kind of like it's
1: there's enough overlaps between brack and a campus that i feel yeah. like it tracks that's sure. very true. I could yeah. see it
2: being a college town. Sure, yeah, I mean,
1: that's the last, that's the only place I've lived where I could walk everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. kind
0: of like life with training wheels, I think.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's what college never, is. Never land man.
0: Yeah. yeah. And Breckenridge, there's similarities there. I see what you're saying.
2: Like, yeah. Whereas like Silverthorne, tooling around Silverthorne and a Vespa, I'd be scared for my life.
1: Oh so, yeah. Dude, you'd get taken out by a trailer with some boats or some <laughs> something big. Lugging something, yeah,
0: Yeah. it's a major highway. Like it's Uh, very different than even like Steamboat Springs, which has a you know major highway going through its main street as well. It's just, it's different, man. It's just different pace. There's just so much traffic.
2: Yeah, I think Silverthorne having the interstate right there makes a big difference. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. But it's interesting that Breck just started like a town e bike rental. But it's only meant for locals to get around, so they're but, priced crazy expensive for tourists to use.
0: Oh, really? is there like a local you can get yeah, a locals
2: card, like your credit card zip code? It recognizes you as living here. Oh, that's weird. Which is kind of interesting. Crazy. Yeah, so it's just meant for us to get <laughs> but to the, for the more.
0: tourists are going to pay the crazy. They probably
2: crazy will. So I. Yeah. That's wild.
0: hmm
2: It's more expensive than like a rental at a yeah. rental
0: shop. Well I've put a I've put a, a, a on my on my regular ass gear shifting bicycle. Uh I've I now have a kid seat on the back of it. So Ryan can <laughs> ride his bike with me. It's exciting. Yeah, man. That's he cool. just sort of sits behind my butt, though, so it's sort of like Sorry, kid. <laughs> you don't get much of a view because you're just looking at my Back. Yes,
2: <laughs> you need to get that thing where it attaches. Like it's like a little trailer.
0: Yeah, a little caddy, like half a bike. Yeah, I was thinking, like, could I get a sidecar? Because that would be cool.
1: <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I've seen a bike with a sidecar.
0: I know that would be so awesome.
1: <laughs> I feel like dangerous if you fall, and also maybe difficult to get on. And sure. like, just feel like you know, there's a narrow the leg. Has to fit between between oh, like
0: sure. yeah. That's probably the reason they don't do that. Yeah. I imagine
2: because you catapult the kid if you fell one direction. Yeah, yeah. Mm, it also is. That. It
0: does take some getting used to, but the balance isn't that much different. Like it's. Have you ever had like a you know a tow bag or like a side like a cart or a bag on the back of your bicycle for carrying gear or backpacks or whatever? No. Mm-hmm. Nope. Basket no. on well, the front for newspapers. Then never mind. <laughs> yeah. So it's I mean it's very similar. It's just it's the hardest part is getting him in it by myself because you have to sort of like cause my bike doesn't have a kickstand, so I sort of have to like lean it against me, <sighs> like lift him up and put it in. If someone else is there, it's super easy because you just I hold the bike and someone puts the kid in or vice versa. And and then I've gotten pretty good at like mounting and dismounting the bike with him in it. That's good. Haven't kicked him in the face? Haven't kicked him in the face. Good. Sometimes it's got these little like, you know, leg holder stirrups, I guess. And like sometimes, sometimes his, he'll pop his legs out of them and just sort of let his legs dangle because he's, he's getting kind of tall. He's probably too big for that thing. But, uh and then like occasionally when my, when my foot is coming up the backside of the cycle, it, it'll hit his foot. And that's a little scary because I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to like, if we're, if we got really tangled, we could both end up in the in the tire or something. And that would be bad.
1: Sure. it'd heal quick though,
0: but so far so good. Knock on, knock on the woods and whatnot. Yeah. Do you just ride around the neighborhood? Uh, we rode up to, Oh man, I thought I was going to die. We went to, um, uh, his, a family friend. They have a one, a, a kid who's a little older than him who had her third birthday party and they live up on like Tanglewood, like up past Baker's brewery. Yeah. So, uh, we had to, I had to go, we drove down the road down the wreck path and then up the hill, like past, uh, where Dr. Ben used to work at that sure. high country healthcare. And then up that road to, I forget what that road's called, but, and it was, going up that hill, I thought I was going to die. I was yeah. like, uh, it was also the first time I had ridden my bike at all this year.
1: So yeah, man
0: and that was i was
1: very much out of shape yeah no i mean i feel like cardio is not uh in your that's my your, dump that yeah in your weekly uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh routines and schedules yeah.
0: i'm all about the anabolic uh respiration just the weight lifting and heavy stuff not the aerobic anaerobic anaerobic that's the word uh, but, but, you know, uh, I, I don't know. It's been, it, it's been, it's been a learning experience and we've gone around the neighborhood a bunch. We'll go up to the park, you know, ride. He loves going to the playground. So we just go to the park and over here at the, the elementary school by the house. Cause it's summer. There's a whole playground back there and like a, like a flat top and basketball hoops. And oh yeah. That makes sense. It's awesome. A baseball field and no one's ever there. It's like my own park. It's so great, <laughs> at least for now. For now, I mean, when school's in session, obviously the kids use it all the time. But I'm like, why does nobody else do this?
1: But we'll, we'll see if you're maybe saying they that don't know the secret. September.
0: I've, I mean, I've gone like a dozen times, and I've seen
1: one other person. Maybe,
0: ever.
1: maybe just the like having to explain to Ryan in September why <laughs> like, why you
0: can't want to go there? Well, the kids are in school, buddy. You can't go there.
1: Yeah. yeah
2: Seat's taken sorry
0: yeah and then sometimes he'll be like i want to go to trent park or i want to go to rainbow park there's a billion different playgrounds and stuff around here but Hmm. we haven't been to the one up at dylan yet but we haven't ventured that far
1: Uh, oh it's cool i was there last night man listening to some string cheese uh sweet yeah yeah sounded good man amphitheater sounds good out on that hill uh, which reminds me, Jeff, are you still down for the Pretty Lights come August? You mentioned wanting to check that out for an evening. Quite possibly. Okay. I saw they put up
2: fences around. Was that for construction or is that permanent?
1: No, you can't. I mean, like they make it so if you want to see, you have to buy tickets. Essentially. So, I mean, usually I mean, fucks. We were just sitting. Like I was with Will and Lisa, and we. I mean, we were just sitting, like staring at the lake. And nice. Listening to the music. I mean, there's worse things, worse ways yeah. to spend an evening. There, yeah.
0: there are other. There were there many people doing that as well. It seems like seems like uh, that's sort of a popular locals thing.
1: There was probably like twenty of us. Well, and like also, you, you know, jam bands have a long history of people following them and not always getting tickets, and there mm. being stuff going around in the lots. So I'm not sure how many people were locals versus not. But yeah, there's a handful.
0: Ah band van caravanners or whatever they I don't know what are they called yeah fans. I have fans, I don't know how to sure. fans? <laughs> that's ridiculous ludicrous I refuse uh, no he's next month he's playing next month dude I laughed
2: There was a letter to the editor from I don't I forget what the date was but said they were appalled that the performer at the Dylan amphitheater used the f-word twice and was just appalled is this how it's going to be now hurry up and die like die. clutch your pearls bitch (laughs) uh yeah well i'll be curious what it says after the pretty lights three-day run yeah no i just (laughs) laughed i'm like dude how sheltered are you that an f word crumbles you i mean jesus we
0: used to get weird complaints like that at the
1: at the theater of course like what's the weirdest you remember
0: Uh, uh we did this one show called pig farm. It was written by this guy named Greg Cotis who wrote, uh, writes a lot of satirical and like almost Brechtian uh, theater, like very self-aware theater. Uh, So this particular show was sort of a a parody of like a Tennessee Williams play, like a drama, just a really heavy, like American drama. And it was about these guys. Yeah. It was was like, Mm -hmm. like streetcar named desire set on a, a farm with pigs and stuff it was very strange but um funny and and insightful i thought to the genre but there was a lot of goddamns in it a lot of goddams mm. uh like to the point that they were certainly driving at home as as a uh, a trope within that you know it was like i'm tired of all these goddamn damn pigs in this goddamn heat, you know, like that kind of. Just really melodramatic, and it was meant to be played that way. Uh, we could definitely got a, a couple of letters about that. There were so many GDs in that. I just can't. I oh. just can't believe you would do that. I just. We. Blah, 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 blah. Someone wrote a letter to the editor, I believe, about that play. And then at one point, we had a policeman come by the theater the next day because somebody called. And said that there was nudity on our stage, and they were performing sex acts. And it—I mean, they were right. It absolutely was. It was nudity on stage. It was full frontal nudity, and it was like staged sex. But it, I mean, it wasn't like porn. It wasn't act. It wasn't sex. There was no there was contact. no penetration. There was no penetration. There was no contact. There was no erect penises or anything. Uh, but th- there was just this one woman who apparently was related to the the girl in the play and was just so appalled that she would do something like that called literally called the police and said they have nudity on their stage and we and we were like and we knew the police chief at the time in Dillon and he came over and was like hey so uh we got this call and I didn't send out a response or anything i just you know it was the non emergency line so they have that ability i guess and he was like, well, nope, they're allowed to do that. That's that's a theater. And, uh, you know, as long as it's not like a strip club or sex acts and, you know, like and minors and yeah. Yeah, like, you know, for they're, everything they're doing is legal. Like, this is artistic expression. This is literally, you know, my God, First, Amendment First Amendment stuff. My yeah, God. like, yeah, so this is like, you know, and they and we had warnings, you know, it wasn't like we It surprised people. We said, hey, sure. there's Full frontal nudity in this performance, and, but man, that was weird because it got a lot of notoriety. Like there was some articles in the paper. And Damn right, free stuff.
2: publicity, baby. Yeah, man. I mean, what was the show? Uh,
0: the little dog laughed, is what it was called. Mm. It was about sounds it sexy. Was, I mean, I think it was it was offensive to many people because it was it was uh, it was two men in, in this particular scene. Mm. And it's about this like famous, it was sort of, it was written around the time of like Tom Cruise and, uh, Katie, whatever her name is. Katie Holmes. Yeah. And like when, and, and so he's like this action star, this really famous movie star, uh, younger than like Tom Cruise was at the time, but like, you know, young 20 something guy and ends up, uh, his, it's, it's mostly about like his agent and then sort of their relationship. But there's this. He meets this guy, uh, who is who is a, a young gay man in the city, and and whatever, and uh, is is also like a hooker. I don't know. He's like a so. But there's this whole secret of like they actually fall in love and yada yada yada. But the uh so, but the, of course nobody can know that this famous movie star is is gay. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it was anyway so it was, like, it was like one thing and it was like you know fade to black they get naked they you know one of them gets naked and then they like walk into the bedroom and that's the end of the scene my, my literally 30 seconds of of you know nudity but of wang but then what's funny is the next summer we did hair or earlier that year, or later that year I don't remember it was maybe the year before and around the same time but nobody said anything about Twelve people being naked on stage, including myself, uh for hair, the musical, you know that was all, and that we were definitely naked a lot longer than that,
1: yeah, y'all sang like a whole song, yeah, it's crazy, yeah, hang hanging, hanging just, dong, just hanging wang, hanging dong. that was the
0: song,
2: hanging down
0: <laughs> hanging dong. it's the dong of
1: Aquarius. Give me uh, a
0: dong with hair, long, beautiful. <laughs> hair.
1: That's. I think uh, that's um, how that goes. I think that it is. Well, you would know, man. You were in the show, pretty
0: uh,
2: much. Praise our Puritan roots. We can't handle nudity <laughs> in language. and
1: language. Yeah. I nipples.
2: That was always
0: weird. Some people, you know, we did a show called. We did a show by Susan Laurie Parks called "Top Dog Underdog" a few years ago at the at the newer theater, uh, and uh, that that is certainly a, a very interesting piece it's uh two african american guys and it's sort of about like the the plight of african americans in modern society and uh very uh you know very much about uh uh the perception of white privilege from the african american community i guess um and it's also this very interesting play and i don't want to speak too much about it because obviously it's uh, uh, it's made for that community and, and, you know, by that community. So, I you know, just as an outside perspective, I guess, as an artist. But very interesting play. But we had talkbacks after every single one with a bunch of white people because that's all who comes to see our shows is just white people. Maybe the occasional person of color, but just not too many people. And and I remember this one time that, oh, my God, this one – she was like, well, I just don't understand why, like, they couldn't just get better jobs. Like, you know, like – and she's like, and, you know, I don't know, but I don't – I just don't think that white privilege exists. And I was like – I think I was hosting it, or I was in the room when it happened. But I was like, wow, you are so – Privileged, you can't even see how privileged you are. Like you refuse to accept it or to see. Like the whole play is to try to get people to empathize with these two guys' positions. That their, their 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 names are a are uh, Booth and Lincoln, and and so and so it's sort of like building up that tension, obviously between like Abraham Lincoln and John Wilkes Booth, and and so these almost like they are predestined, but because of their Outside situation, they are turned in on themselves with conflict. So it's like, you know, really they they are two brothers who should be supporting one another and and helping each other. And so that, of course, is a greater metaphor at play. But it's it's just like the whole thing is like outward society has pitted these two brothers against each other, and the inevitability of one of them killing the other. Because of their situation, I guess. And so it's, and, but a lot of, I think a lot of white people see that play and they're just like, mm, black folks be violent. And they're like, I was like, no, no, that's the exact opposite of the situation. Oh my God. So yeah. trying, trying to lead a bunch of whiteies there is very
1: difficult. Well, I Um, listening to this, I just like have instant empathy for the actors who I'm sure during these talkbacks were feeling the exact (laughs) same question each time. And as difficult as it is to step on stage with something you're performing and giving that authentic performance, because it's the first and only time they're going to see it, like bringing that same energy to those talkbacks and I'm equally reminded of sort of a tangential line from Upton Sinclair that I think I paraphrase this to you on the disc golf, disc golf course, Jeff, but um, basically it goes something along uh, if a man's income depends on him not seeing a truth, then he will not see it. Mm. And so similarly with that, privilege um and like you know the like cognitive dissonance or whatever it is the like the glitchiness of being like oh but if i but if i accept this like i have to accept all the rest of it too and so like how many lives are built on its denial for peace of mind yes yeah that's that's wild
0: well this took a really like interesting turn here at the end, but we're out of time. So we're going to, because we're going to try to get two done before Jeff has to go. Uh, But anyway, we'll see you next week with a brand new episode. Thanks for hanging out with us, Mr. Jeff Watson. Yo. Mr. Max Arrakis and
1: Yo, man, no mercy at the pinball tournament. And I am Shit, I Show I Them I'm No for the socials,
0: And I am Ben Hollywood Whitmore, and this has been Ignorant Uninformed. Hey, if you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe and send us a topic to ignorant and uninformed at gmail.com or just reach out, let us know you're listening. Uh, we also like that too. Uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode. So, uh, you know, just email us the topic. I'm not going to plug the other socials because they're all sort of imploding at the moment, and we don't know what we're going to be on in the future. So, peace out.